Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we will be discussing some movie news and reviewing The Hitman's Bodyguard. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing, man? Uh, for the first time in my life, I am doing okay. <laughs> um, is that different than usual? I don't know. I feel like you're always okay. <laughs> it's, either, it's either really good or it's really bad. And right now, I'm just like, I don't know how to feel about certain situations. Yeah, you're floating. <laughs> just floating through life. I get you. I got you. Just, just not. I'm not feeling it, but it's kind of like I have to accept it. So I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to start this episode off a little different. We normally will stick to our movie reviews, but we're going to start with some movie news. And to do that, we have a guest joining us. And I think you'll be able to tell who it is by this intro. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the show right now is our one and only video production assistant, how you guys doing man <laughs> we need to change the assistant yeah i'm on video production yes okay we're, so we're both we're both yeah. video production basically yeah pretty but, much i mean enrique is the head of video production so yes I'm, I'm, the titles are I'm, a little outdated yeah. yes i'm i'm assisting i'm assistant <laughs> video production <laughs> so i guess that should be your intro <laughs> no we don't need intros i guess the yeah. podcast intro is the actual intro for us but that's okay um basically we just had this movie review and we could, we had a couple of things we could have done we have a segment that we're kind of sitting on that we're going to do eventually but enrique was like hey i can talk some movie news and i was like okay so here's enrique and he's going to lead us through movie news for this first portion of the episode Enrique, why don't you get us started? Welcome to Screenfellows Movie News, the truest fake news on the internet, where we explore the wonderful world of movies. How are you guys doing? You guys ready for this? I am doing okay, man. <laughs> All right. Our first story is on the new Mission Impossible movie set. Tom Cruise was doing the stunts, as he does, because he's all cool and thinks he's Superman. He broke his foot and his ankle, and the production has delayed for three months. Damn it, that's, that's insane. I can't... I want Mission Impossible 6, so I'm pretty upset with yeah, him right now. Yeah, but heads up for DC, it might be a good thing because Henry Cavill can shave his mustache now. He's got three months to grow it back. He can be on Justice League. Oh, that's true. That's a good shave point. <laughs> um, yeah, th this is... I don't know. I feel like something like this is bound to happen when you have a situation where your star is, like, so invested in doing the stunts himself. So, I don't know. I guess it, when I heard it, it didn't really necessarily shock me. It's just like, okay, you could have seen that coming from a mile away. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Tom Cruise has basically put himself as, like, this invincible actor who does his own stunts. Uh -huh. And I'm pretty shocked about this one. Mm-hmm. 
It was definitely really interesting to see because Tom Cruise is kind of a weird guy. But he's very our next person. story, our next story is is an interesting one. I thought this one was kind of fascinating. Apple, as in the technology company, is now investing a couple billion dollars in it to making original television shows and movies for iTunes and the Apple TV service. I mean, interesting. I mean, we have so many streaming service plus Disney's rolling out this one. I guess that's good for Apple. I mean, if you think about it, Amazon is kind of dipping their feet into everything right now. They just bought Whole Foods and they have their own production company. So, I mean, yeah, it, it was bound to happen at some point. And, and again, I mean, you have Netflix and you have Hulu making great stuff, great content. Uh, Netflix just released Defenders. Um, I just watched the first episode of that. So, I mean, you got you got tech companies will mainly Amazon really doing film. <laughs> so yeah. they're doing pretty good stuff over there. I mean, they just did, I think the one that they did, which was one of my favorites of last year, Manchester by the sea got, got tons of recognition. So maybe Apple, Apple is trying to dip their feet in things other than technology. Um, I, I mean, this is one that you hear it and you're just like, that's weird. But then, once you kind of think about it, you're just like, this makes so much sense. I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't happened before. It's yeah. th- this is a major tech com. It's a major company. I mean, and original content is what these companies are striving for. I mean, look at what Netflix is doing, kind of moving towards only original content. It's something that they're striving for. Um, and it's just, of course, this makes so much sense. I I don't know. Uh, now, is it going to be good or not? Who knows? I mean, they have to put the right people in charge. But, I mean, do we have any doubt that that's pro- they're probably going to have some success with this? I, I don't know. I, don't, I think I can totally see this working. Yeah, I mean, Apple has all the funds. Yeah, they're just, so. yeah. Who knows? Our <laughs> next story is a really weird story. I'll, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. So, as you may or may not know, DC, like, releases these animated movies every, like, one to two months. And they're, they're pretty good. There's some good ones out there. And they, the one they released the most recent is uh, Batman and Harley Quinn movie. And it's supposed to be, like, in the old Batman animated series vibe, but just, like, a little more hardcore. Just a little bit. And apparently, people are kind of mad, and it's kind of controversial, because... Apparently, there is a very heavily implied sex scene between Harley Quinn and Nightwing, where he is tied up and she is getting dressed, and then she flicks the lights off, and then Batman finds them together. What the <laughs> heck? I don't know what's up with DC making all these really strange character hookups. First, it's Batman and Barbara Gordon, not for one film, but for two films. And yes, I'm counting the Bat- Batman Lego movie. And then, you know, they pull this stuff. Like, what are you trying to do to this, to this, to the mythology of these characters? This is a part of the Bat family. And you know that if you change something from the Batman mythos, people are going to be pissed. That is the one, that is the one thing I would never like to touch because you really can't have. Unless you're like a comic book writer, you really can't have your own touch if you do an animated or live action film. Well, well, sometimes live action, but just just don't hook them up with the wrong people. Like, what the hell is yeah. wrong with you? Like, come on. 
I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> DC's uh, DC stop. Stop hooking up the wrong people. I, I don't Weird. know. It's <laughs> I guess it's just made worse by the fact that we had that whole controversy controversy with um Batman and Batgirl in the last one or not the last one but a couple movies ago so it's just it's weird now it feels like a thing now that they're doing um does it make sense that we have these kind of implied even if they're just implied scenes in these movies yes because it's DC and their and it's their animated movies and they've been trying to make them more quote-unquote mature or whatever now the actual hookup eh, I, I don't know I mean it's it's a strange one. Now I'm not as against de- deviating from comics as some people are, um, even Ozzy. I'm j- I'm just not as against that in general. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But, Civil War worked. But I, I, there are sometimes when it's just like that's just a strange one. I I think on the surface this is an easier one to swallow than the Batman and Batgirl one, but it seems worse because it's following the Batman and Batgirl one. Now it seems like it's just a thing that they're doing again. So I don't know. It's really weird. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> okay. So our next story is this one's just strange. Like I'm trying to visualize this in my head and it just, it's not working. Like it just won't happen. Uh, you know, the, the, you may or may not know the Jetsons cartoon was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon in like, 80s or 60s to 80s it came out with the same block as like the flintstones and tom and jerry so all the old classic golden age cartoons apparently they're making a live action sitcom a multi-cam sitcom on abc that's in the works but not only that the producer is robert zemeckis the guy who made flight with denzel washington and back to the future i don't know how to feel about this um okay let's start with the Okay, there's a couple different ways you can approach this. Let's start with the Zemeckis thing. I don't care. <laughs> um, it really producing on TV. I mean, they they rare. I mean, this is probably something that like he was just like he threw an idea out there and he's like, oh, a producer now. Or it could be he's directing a couple episodes. Either way, I mean, it's not like he's directing the whole series because nobody just directs an entire series on network television so and this is i believe on abc correct yes so it's just that doesn't happen so he's not going to have the kind of influence that's going to save this property if that's what people are hanging on to as for the idea itself uh, this is going to be on network television so let's not get our hopes up now of course there is there are some shining Spots and network t- TV. I mean, This Is Us is one of the best things on TV right now, and it's a network show. But in general, network TV is, you know, it's just, it's fine. It's passable. And now you're going to say it's probably going to be just a straight up kind of sitcom type thing, and it's going to be a, you said it's going to be a three, a multicam? Yes. Ugh, if uh, Multicam is dead. I'm sorry. It, 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 it just is. There's not many kind of surviving right now i believe what is big bang theory still going on i believe so if it i mean i don't watch the big bang theory but if it is that's one of the few left of that's kind of popular those kind of shows don't survive and if it's gonna have a laugh track especially 
those shows Oof. are gone just Oof. in general um i mean yes you have i believe isn't the ranch multicam ozzy yes you watch the that. ranch yeah yes. so that that's another example of one that's kind of still floating around there but even that's not the most popular thing in the world so i just don't see how this is a good idea i mean you're gonna bring back an older property that you know it has some nostalgia value but ultimately not too many people of a certain age care about this and you're gonna make it a kind of dead medium on network tv i just this is not a good idea i don't care who is attached to it yeah it's it's a weird one okay so our next two stories involve star wars so this these two go out to you jesse um (laughs) so obi-wan kenobi movie confirmed that's happening and ian mcgregor may or may not be obi-wan kenobi people are really like really going for it on social media some people are already saying if someone else gets cast they're gonna start the hashtag not my kenobi <laughs> um that that's a good one i i think he's the perfect he he better be playing obi-wan kenobi yeah. but also another thing there are rumors floating around that lucasfilm is looking into making a job of the hut gangster movie set in the star wars universe about the bounty hunters and job of the hut so, what do you guys think about these two possible movies? Well, Carlos, I'll just take it away since this is mainly your thing. <laughs> um, well, uh, okay. The Obi-Wan thing, I'm on the same page as a lot of people. It's a great idea, sure. I would prefer they go in a different direction, but, you know, I, don't, I, I understand. If they don't get Ewan McGregor, what's the point? What are we doing here? I mean, yes, they could cast someone amazing and, you know, we could all be looking back on these tweets and saying, oh, this is so, you're so stupid to being like to be so stubborn about who's being cast. But I mean, the reason people even remotely care about this idea is because of Ewan McGregor, because he was so good in the prequels. Um, so if they don't cast him again, what are you doing here? I, I'm very curious to see if this does end up being what happens. Like, what's the story going to be? That's what I'm kind of confused about. Like, what what are we actually going to tell here? I don't I don't get it. The story everyone wanted to see we saw played out on Star Wars Rebels. So I just don't understand where we're going. Um, now, as for... I, I haven't heard this rumor at all. But if this is true, I mean, anybody who knows... <laughs> What I want from these standalone movies knows that this is basically my dream. I mean, uh, the only thing that would make it, like, it literally exactly what I've been praying for is... Scorsese. Scorsese, but that's never going to happen. So, I mean, <laughs> but, I mean, I'll take this. Of course, it depends on who's directing, who's attached, all those different things. But to me, this is everything I could... It's almost everything I could want from one of these Star Wars standalone movies. So, if that's the case... If this hut thing is real, if this rumor is really true, I mean, you know, I'm on board. <laughs> I don't, so, yeah. Ozzy, do you have any thoughts? <laughs> I don't really know much about Jabba the Hutt, so no, but okay. I agree with you about the Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, for me, he's the definitive, he's like the, the definitive actor to play him. So I grew up with those Star Wars movies and I, he was one, one of my favorite, if not my favorite character in the star wars prequels so and and we're fortunate today for that actor still to be young looking for the part (laughs) and for him to still be uh you know still be alive anyways you know so again it's we have the opportunity to use that actor although they can come to an agreement to hire him i mean he is the definitive obi-wan kenobi 
Yeah. Ricky, do you got anything right. else? Nope, that's it. That That's it today for the news. If you find a movie news story that you want us to read out on the podcast, please send it to us at ScreenFellas on Twitter and Facebook. That's it for me. Have fun with Ozzy and Carlos. <laughs> All right. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, Enrique. Um, Ozzy, you want to move you. on to our review of Hitman's Bodyguard? Yes, I do. Um... <laughs> I, I'm very curious. I feel like we're going to end up disagreeing on this one. I, I don't know. I'm I'm really curious to see what your thoughts ended up being on this movie. Um, And I was like, I felt so self-conscious watching this movie. I'm not going to lie at all. Because Wait, I was watching this movie and I was like, not, I, I'm, I, I'm going to say it right now. My overall thoughts are this is a not as well written version of the nice guys. That's still it's kind of fun, but just that's it. It's kind of fun. Um, so I wasn't necessarily uber enjoying myself watching this movie. It, you know, it was fun, but I was just like, okay. And I swear the the theater wasn't very full, but there were still like a decent amount of people there for when I went, which was like the middle of the day, and. Everyone in the theater was like dying laughing the entire movie. So I'm like, maybe there's just something wrong with me. But I don't know. Well, the director is Patrick Hughes. And Patrick Hughes, what was one of the things that he directed that I didn't like? Expendables 3. Okay. Um, I didn't like Expendables 3. I really didn't. I um, didn't see it, so I don't know. Yeah. Uh,. I don't know, man. Uh, I was really kind of taken back by this movie because I I wanted it to be hilarious. Mm -hmm. It looked like it was going to be hilarious. I mean, you have some of the funniest people in Hollywood. Samuel Jackson, underrated comedic actor. And then you also have Ryan Reynolds. Um, I thought this was going to be gold. They missed it, man. They really did. Uh, I mean, they had funny parts in there. Yeah. Again, definitely. this was extremely way better than a lot of 2016 comedies, and I will continue to repeat that until 2017 is over. But they had some good moments. I had some. I had a lot of bad moments. But let's get into positives. Yeah. Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds have some of the best for some for a movie that is technically, in my opinion, okay. They have some of the best chemistry I've seen on screen this year. They really do. They work off of each other so well, I think. And I think and I think Samuel Jackson had a blast mm-hmm. in this movie. I mean, you can totally tell he's just going all out in this movie. Um, totally tell that he was just having a, a really fun time making this movie. Ryan Reynolds, he was holding the strings a little bit, but every time he went off, it was great. I really love to see both of these actor actors really work together. I want to see them do another movie together. I think they'd be. I think they're a great pair, honestly. Yeah, it, it's interesting because you're right. Ryan Reynolds was he was kind of the straight man, which is I I, I don't know if that. I mean, look, so, somebody has to be. Ultimately, there has to be somebody who is kind of restrained, and he's the guy. But I I don't know if. I feel like they kind of wasted Ryan Reynolds' potential in that aspect. But you're right. Let Let's stick to positive. Their chemistry is it's one of the best parts of the movie. They, you can tell they enjoy working together, and that's why and that that comes across on the screen, and that's a good thing. Um, 
they're basically being themselves the entire movie almost except for ryan reynolds who you're right is holding back a little bit and i think just because they get along in real life they get along in the movie and it again it just comes across really easy across the screen so that's a good thing um and i will agree with you that there are some really really funny moments in this movie is it consistent no but the 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 moments there are moments that really work and that goes for the action too i i wonder if you agree with me here the action i didn't find it like i was expecting i don't know like i was expecting okay action and there were times when it was just okay but there were also times much like the comedy where it it really surprised me. There were a couple sequences in this movie that I was like, whoa, that is really well shot and really well done. Surprisingly well done. So Yeah, there was yeah. especially in the third act when yes, Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds were doing their own thing. I mean, it was really nice to see some of the action sequences. I think for the most part they really worked. Um especially I'm gonna go ahead and give shout outs to Gary Oldman, um Elodie Young. And also Sama Hayek. I mean, I think the cast has nothing to do with the problem. I mean, I want to Gary, – Gary Oldman did a really good job. I've never seen him do anything like this performance before. So I, I really like his performance. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. I'll get to Gary Oldman. I, I, I like his performance. Yeah. Um, I, I, Fair enough. Elodie Young. Uh, for I like her. Who don't yes. know her. She plays Electra in Daredevil. I think she's an amazing actress. Again, she did a great job. I want to see her do more things. It's like the weekend um, of Elodie Young because this movie came out and then Defenders just came out. Yeah, they, as well, yeah, so. they came out the same day. And Salma Hayek, look, I did not like her in the movie I saw. I think it's uh, Beatrice at dinner. I think that's what the movie's called that I saw her in. This one, Salma Hayek, she went all out again. She was, she's, you know, she's married to Samuel Jackson. And this movie, and it's really great because, again, you see her go all out. And the few scenes that she's in, uh, some of the best comedic scenes in the movie with her. I think I think the scenes with her were really great as well. All right. Um, yeah, I, I guess I basically run. I mean, there's not much to to it. I, I mean, there's it's there's action, there's comedy. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. And when it does work, it works pretty well. That's and and I will say just because of the chemistry and because of decent action throughout and then really good moments of action throughout and okay comedy throughout and then really good moments of comedy it's a it's a fun movie to watch. I didn't find myself you know not sitting back and going oh man I'm really really bored. Like you're not going to be bored watching this movie and I'm like I said everyone in the theater was freaking dying laughing that I was in. So you know, I'm sure there's going to be tons of people who are going to go and and just enjoy this movie and say screw the critics, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, if it's one move, if it's if it's one thing to see this movie for, is definitely for Samuel Jackson and Ryan Reynolds uh, and and company. I mean, it was a really good, it was a really good, like when they were all together on screen. I really liked it. Yeah. So that's what I'll um, say about that. Do you want to get into more specific negatives though? Yes. Uh, my negative is the script. Yes. Uh, the script <laughs> is really, really bad. The script is really bad, man. Um, it, there's nothing... <sighs> I was expecting more of a, a a better story, a better reason. I do like the fact that, that, the, that Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson are conflicting the, like the first time that they meet. 
But that's not what's one of the only positives I have about the script. I mean, the script is pretty bad, man. I mean, you really don't care for kind of the reasons why they're doing what they're doing. And that's bad. That's really bad. If I don't care why, like, if I care about you, but I don't care what you're doing. I mean, we got issues. Yeah. Um, and this, yeah, it, it just, you're, it's right. It's definitely true about the story. And then it kind of plays into the humor as well. I found a lot of the times, you know, it's fine, but it's just kind of picking the low hanging fruit. It's not going for anything interesting. I just, I found, again, I know this is probably a comparison a lot of people are going to make, but it just reminded me so much of the nice guys, but it just wasn't as clever as the nice guys. Um, in its story, it was very predictable, <laughs> a very predictable story, and it kind of telegraphs everything that's going to happen. And then in the humor, and that kind of sucks. It's just was like, ah, waste of potential because, again, you're enjoying what you're enjoying spending time with these two characters but you wish that they had a better reason for what they're doing it was more of a mystery as to what was going on everything is so straightforward everything is so just easy for when it comes to the writing and it's just like ah that kind of sucks what do you like well i wish they had a better script i wish these two actors had a better script to work with um yeah, it just and like I said, it's really predictable. I mean, every every plant and then um, payoff for that plant was just like you knew exactly what was going to happen. As soon as they say this one line, you're like, in the like in the first act of the movie, you're just like, okay, so then this is going to happen in the end of the movie, and it does. It's just every every little thing like that is just so obvious, and it kind of sucks. Um, as for Gary Oldman, because I know I mentioned him before, um, I don't think he was... Okay. I think he was phoning it in a little bit. But Gary Oldman phoning it in is still a good performance. Like, I don't know. Like, it wasn't... I wasn't sitting there going, man, Gary Oldman's really awful in this movie. But I, he was fine. It was... He was... It was fine. I don't know. Um... And, I think he did a good job. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the only problems that I had with this character was probably the CGI mm-hmm. in the movie. Yeah, we're gonna get, but, but that involves Gary Oldman a little bit. But the CGI in the movie definitely is not is not good in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. The CGI is definitely really bad in this movie. I, you're right. <laughs> But it's not it's not so heavy and so obvious that I was just like, you know, it, it didn't super bother me. But there were moments when it did where I was like, okay, there's two characters standing in front of a green screen. But it's not consistently horrible. So, yeah, you're, you're definitely right that the script is definitely the biggest issue with this movie. It's just, yeah, it could have like been, it could have done more. Yeah, if the script was better, if the story was better. The movie definitely would have been. I could have. I could have seen this movie being one of my favorites of the year, honestly. Yeah. Uh, just just because of the cast. I mean, the two main the two main actors in this movie, Ryan Reynolds and Samuel Jackson. I mean, again, I mean, their chemistry is really amazing. In this movie, yeah, really great. Um, if it's something that saves a movie, it's definitely their chemistry. All right. So, uh, yeah. you want to rate this movie? Yes, I'm going to give this movie a solid six. I am literally at the same place as you. I'm giving it a 6 out of 10 as well. So, it's an okay movie. You know, and I think it deserves that kind of okay rating because 
I can st- I still went in and was like, you know, it wasn't the best, but it was fun. So, and I think when you can reach that level, then I think you deserve a decent rating, you know. Um, yeah, I agree with you there, man. So, all right, I guess, do you want to, before we close out, do you want to do recommendations? Uh, yeah. Uh, for those of you guys who want to see a better uh, better cop movie, <laughs> why don't you guys watch Rush Hour? Classic. Classic films with two actors who have amazing chemistry with one another. Definitely recommend that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's, I, I feel like I watched that. When did I watch that? I feel... I, I feel like I watched that like after I had gotten like my wisdom teeth pulled or maybe I watched it after my sister got or I don't remember but I remember just being like I want something fun to watch and it's just it's an easy fun watch and it really is pretty funny so I I concur with that one. Um I also am going to have a comedy on here and it's going to be one that just recently turned 10 years old. Um on Wednesday, I believe. No. Thursday? I th- yes, it was on Thursday. It turned 10 years old. Super bad. If you have not seen Super Bad, it is it's really it, it really is a classic at this point. I mean, it's 10 years old. I think we can start calling it a comedy classic and it's it's just so funny. It really is. Um it's 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 got a lot of people in it. Like a lot of actors who are like, "Man, they're really young, or they at least look really young in this movie. Um, Emma Stone is in it. Seth Rogen is in it, who he actually wrote the movie. And he, if another thing that I would recommend is going to his Twitter and looking at all his tweets. He tweeted a bunch of um, super bad um, trivia, basically. And he was like talking about all the different writing and different things that, because he wrote the movie when he was in high school with his best friend. And he was like, a lot of it was based on like things that actually happened to people that we knew. Um, so it's really fascinating. So go check out his Twitter and then watch the movie because, again, it, it really is. It's basically a comedy classic at this point. Um, and young Emma Stone. So that's, <laughs> I mean, to see one of the, to watch that movie and see her in that. And the same with, um, what's that other movie she's in when she's pretty young? Um, Zombieland. She's in that as well. To see her in those kind of movies where she's, she. You can definitely tell she has talent, but you couldn't tell, like, that she's, like, that talented. And then to know that she, like, wins an Oscar <laughs> ten years later is pretty crazy. All right, Carlos, where can people find you on social media? All right. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And make sure you follow us all over social media, all at ScreenFellows, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube channel as well. Um, Ozzy and Rick are doing stuff over there now, and it's pretty good. Um, and the website, of course, Brianna is doing some great stuff. She is on vacation right now, so not too much going up right now, but next week things will be up and running back again. And yeah, so thanks for joining us for this episode. And also just (laughs) if you stuck through all the way and you've heard a bunch of background noise, I apologize. Uh, we have people being rude right now. Sorry. It just is what it is. We're doing our best to control the situation. I apologize on behalf of the people behind me who don't know what keep it down means. <laughs> so whenever I come here next time and they tell me to keep it down, I'm not going to keep it down because clearly they don't know what it means. Keep it down to these people means get loud. So I'm just going to get loud. And to mention, we are recording this at 11, 11 PM in a neighborhood filled with 
elderly people, people who have children <laughs> that are in elementary school. I don't understand. But like I said, they don't know what keep it down means. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um <laughs> yeah. So I'm so sorry for the background noise. <laughs> Hopefully I will try to educate them on what keep it down means. Yeah. Maybe people maybe I'll be able to edit around it and people will be like, "Wait, I don't even hear anything." And then we'll just be like talking about nothing. Hopefully that's the case. But if you did hear anything, that's what's going on. But anyway, moving on, Ozzy, you want to close us out? Yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at CastroOzzy.com. Ah, ah CastroOzzy7. <laughs> Sorry, the people are screaming for no reason. I feel like they just saw themselves in the mirror and they got scared. Um, anyways, you can find me on Twitter at CastroOzzy7. Also, if you guys have any TV recommendations, any movies, anything like that that you guys want me to watch and bring up to Carlos, recommend to him, please feel free to email me at ozzy.castro at screenfellas.com. Also, guys, we are taking over the YouTube channel in Florida. Just got done buying the lights. The video that Enrique just posted was with the new lights. So hope you guys like that. I'm going to be working on also purchasing a new camera uh we're gonna figure out a budget for that and, and really work work with each other to really figure out a way to purchase the camera together on that so we can bring better quality to you guys please like up the video and subscribe on youtube and yeah that is what i will say about that <sighs> i'm sorry i'm just these people are so loud i can't even focus half the time um all right we, we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please write in with the podcast. I, I, I also, like I just said, check us out.